Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And to dare all odds to render it available to the common good. They fled, sir, like a flock of sheep from a handful of men in red coats, and I am almost hopeless of them. I went down, it is true, almost at the first, with a bitter wound in my side, and my horse shot under me. But if they had then rushed on, high, though they had trampled the soul out of my body, they would have gained the day, and I would have blessed them. Nevertheless, the time may yet come, and I will live for it. Only one success, to give them confidence in themselves, to knit them together, to prove to them that they can fight and conquer if they will and all is secure it is the novelty of the thing that scares them and those frenchmen too who ran at the very first shot what do they deserve but i forget we are rambling from the point you seem to have been badly wounded indeed replied edgar as the sick man sunk back upon his pillow exhausted with the stern vehemence of his own thoughts but tell me mr norris have you proper attendance here? Such wounds as yours would need a skilful surgeon. They were sharp ones, answered Norris, and not few, for I had just staggered up and was calling some few stout hearts around me when the cavalry dashed in amongst us. One cut at me and gashed my cheek, and another brought me down with a blow over the head. They passed on, thinking me dead, and so I should have been very soon if that brave fellow, Oldkirk, had not dragged me away and hiding me and himself in a dry ditch bound up my wounds and staunched the blood there has been many a man ennobled for a worse deed but he will have his reward here or hereafter the people here are very kind to me too i saved their little property for them one time by the few scraps of law i ever learned and they are grateful it is a marvel as this world goes i have a surgeon from a distant town and i drink his drugs and let him probe my wounds, and let him torture me as much as he will, not that I have any faith in him, but because it pleases the good people, who think that something is being done to serve me. I need no surgeon, Mr. Adelon, but nature and a strong constitution. Surgeons and lawyers, the craft is much the same. The one tortures and destroys the body, the other the mind. Both rascally trades enough. But let us think of other things. You have been seeking me. Why? "'I thought Oldkirk had told you,' replied Edgar. "'I gave him all the needful particulars last night.' "'He told me something of it,' replied Norris, "'but not the whole. "'Besides, I forget. "'Lying here in this gloomy sickness, "'my thoughts wander over many things, "'like the dove in the deluge, "'finding no place to rest upon. "'Let me hear the business from your own lips.' "'It is very simple,' replied Edgar Adelon. "'A friend, for whom I have more deep regard "'than I feel for any man living,' is accused of having killed the young lord hadley 
on the very night of the attack upon barhampton he went out from brandon at about eight o'clock and was followed by that lord they were seen passing the lodge and walking on together in high dispute lord hadley was brought home dead having been struck off the cliff by some one whom the coroner's jury choose to believe was my friend not without some grounds it is true and edgar proceeded to detail the evidence given dwelling minutely upon the circumstances in order to show norris the danger of the position in which dudley was placed my friend he continued declares that he went on to the very gates of barhampton that night that lord hadley parted from him at the spot where the path from the grange crosses the high road and that he never saw him after he met several men near mead's farm it would seem but we have reason to believe that there were others scattered along the whole line of road he took and that some of them must have seen his parting from lord hadley and be able to bear testimony to the fact if you know as we imagine who these men were and can give me information so that their evidence may be obtained i beseech you mr norris to do so for the lawyers who have been brought from london assure us that is the only hope of obtaining a favourable verdict for my friend mr dudley mr dudley the friend of one of the name of adelon replied norris in a low marvelling tone that is a strange phenomenon an adelon strive to save a dudley that is stranger still but true your mother's was kindlier blood is your father aware of what you are doing my father is in london detained by business of importance answered edgar but i know to what you allude mr norris some quarrel existed in former years between my father and dudley's but that is no reason for enmity between their children a quarrel exclaimed norris raising himself again upon his arm do you know mr adelon that your father ruined his do you know but no you do not i will tell you dudley's mother was your father's first love they had been rivals for honours at school at the university and then they became rivals for her hand sir arthur was encouraged by the mother but charles dudley was accepted by the daughter he was successful here as he had always been before and your father is not a man to forget such things sir he ruined him i say it is false exclaimed edgar it cannot be true not true cried norris do you dare to tell me it is not true but this is all vain lying here the veriest child might insult me at will but i tell you it is true and i have the papers which prove it he waited long for his revenge but it came at last he took advantage of a temporary pressure on his enemy a pressure caused by his own acts and offered in kindly words to lend money on a mortgage merely and solely for the purpose of getting dudley's title deeds into his lawyer's possession for that cunning lawyer had taught him that there never was a title in which a flaw could not be found it was all done by his direction all done for one object the flaw was soon discovered the title disallowed the secret told to the next heir and mr dudley ruined i can prove it step by step the whole machinations from the beginning to the end for that lawyer was my partner and the papers are now in my possession and you use them mr norris replied edgar with a mixture of anger and sorrow in his tone to force my father on in a course which might be his ruin do not talk of ungenerous conduct for surely this was not generous i use them sir replied norris sternly to keep him to principles which he had long before asserted 
to promote the deliverance of my country, to favour the people's right. I have since regretted, perhaps, that I did so, for I am weak, like other men, and the result, having been unfortunate, may wish I had not employed the means which the object justified. I ought to have given those letters to Mr. Dudley, and will do so now, if he and I both live. And now, sir, with that knowledge before you, I will help you to save the young man, if you please. Edgar sat silent for a moment or two, with his eyes bent fixedly upon the wall, and Norris at last asked, "'What say you? Would you save him?' "'Assuredly,' replied Edgar Adelon with a start. "'Can you doubt it? Whatever be the consequences, can you suppose that I would hesitate to deliver my friend, or that I would see an innocent man suffer for a crime in which he had no share?' "'Then you are one of the noble and the true,' replied Norris warmly. "'One of the few.' the very very few give me your hand mr adelon and forgive me that i have pained you by such sorrowful truths edgar gave him his hand but turned away his head with a sigh and norris continued that every word i have uttered is true you shall have proof he said if i live i will show you those letters no answered edgar sharply i will not look into one page of them he is my father sir whatever he may have done to me he has no faults nor would i willingly see any in his conduct to other men if you will aid me to prove dudley's innocence mr norris i will thank you most deeply but say no more to me of my father or my father's acts so be it answered norris to mr dudley's business then first be sure he did not kill lord hadley i may know or at least guess who did but of that i can prove nothing secondly there was but one man, as far as I recollect, near the spot where the two roads cross. My memory of that night is somewhat indistinct, indeed, but there may have been two. One, certainly, was Edward Lane, the blacksmith. The other, a man named Harris, living near Barhampton, but I am not sure of his station. Seek out Lane first, and tell him I sent you to him with my request that he will voluntarily tender his evidence." he must make some excuse for being there at that hour of the night he is resolute and bold but somewhat wrong-headed and you may have trouble with him though i think my name will satisfy him the other man will tell you at once if he was there or not if you but say that i desire it tell mr dudley for me too that i regret much what has happened and that i cannot serve him farther you say that he went as far as the gates of barhampton i know not what could bring him thither and assuredly i did not see him there but that is no marvel for i have much to do he went upon a kindly errand mr norris replied edgar and certainly was there for he said it and dudley's word is not to be doubted but i will detain you no longer to-night as you seem exhausted and perhaps our conversation has been too long already i thank you much for the information you have given me and i am sure dudley will be grateful also thus saying the young gentleman shook hands with the sick man and left him. End of chapter 24